Welcome to the Help on the Way podcast. Uh, we are back this week, and we are knob full for the first week in uh, two or three weeks. We have knob here. Welcome back, buddy. How you doing? Hello. I've been all right. I've been a little yeah, bit busy. Yeah, what you been up to? Yeah. I've been, uh, we were in rehearsals and then the shows of my senior thesis for college, which was uh, a little musical that I wrote. That's awesome, man. How, how'd everything go? It, it was a lot of fun. The crowd seemed to really be into it. I played guitar in the pit, so my whole view was just watching the crowd react to these songs, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's really cool. So, yeah. um, this is this is it for you in college? Like, this is like the final thing. I got that was my last project, and I graduate less than a month from now. Wow! Congrats, man. How you feeling? I'm, okay. I'm feeling. I mean, I. I, I, I transferred schools, so I've been mm. doing college for a little bit longer than I was planning to. So I'm as much as I'm probably going to miss it, I'm ready to be done with it. Yeah, and, and you told me you went to fish last night? I did. I went to my first fish show last night. Oh, uh, wow. 420 at the Garden. Um, wow. Some really cool... It wasn't like the best fish show in the world, don't get me wrong. But there was some well, really how do cool you know? stuff. That's, well, I've, I've listened to a couple before. Okay, all right, fair enough. Um, this was not my introduction to fish. <laughs> but there were some cool. I really liked the Carini opener was a face melter. Um I won't talk about fish too much on the show. <laughs> and I really liked um the stash in the first set as well. Some cool stuff throughout the cool. How have you been? Yeah, I've been good, man. Yeah, I cannot complain. Really? Uh life is good. Um we got some we'll talk about what's happening in the news in a, in a little bit. Yeah. I, I do want to say that unfortunately we do not have our full crew. Um, the game's life uh, has uh, smashed to pieces and he's uh, putting uh, things back together and we wish him the best of luck and he's going to be back next week. Uh, hopefully when things are all uh, cleaned up. Um, so uh, we're going to do this one gameless, but we do have knob here and we're looking forward to talking about our show this week, which is October 17th, 78. Uh, this was uh, at the Winterland Arena, um, another hockey arena uh, that the dead love to play in. Tons of shows in Winterland. Uh, of course, this is out in San Francisco. Uh, but before we get to the dead playing Winterland, um, we have some some news to talk about. Some cool stuff going on in the Grateful Dead subreddit. That's www.reddit.com slash r slash Grateful Dead. Uh, it is the 50th anniversary of Europe 72. So what the crew is doing on the Grateful Dead subreddit is, um, I guess, you know, as each show goes by during that two-month-long tour, they're going to feature, you know, a, a live thread where people can, can listen and, and follow along and, and give their comments. So um, I hadn't been following this too, too much, um, but I know Nob has. So uh, do you have any reactions, Nob? Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I'm not doing a full Europe 72 re-listen because I did it last year and you hear playing in the band a lot. But um, I'm going through my notes from last year and listening to the stuff that last year Knob said was really good. Yeah. Um, and so far I've been pretty good, except I just love Chinatown Shuffle and I write them all as highlights, even if they're not good. <laughs> um, so does does 2022 Knob you know, disagree at times with 2021 Knob? I not not overall, but there will be occasional moments where I'll go, Oh, you just like this song. I'm I'm a little too generous on next time you see me as well. A lot of the big pen ones, uh mm -hmm. I just like. Um 
Today's show was interesting. It's one of my least favorite of the tour personally, but that's just because it's only about an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, they do a really good playing at the band at the top of the show. And then towards the end, because they recorded it for TV and we're going to edit it down. Bob goes, let's do playing in the band again. And I have no idea why, because the first one, brilliant. Awesome. Dreamed. And the second one bores me to tears. Yeah, and that happens when you're playing music sometimes. Yeah. You know, you, you can't really capture, you know, the the lightning in a bottle like you do the first time. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've recorded in the studio before, and, you know, th- there's something special about the first take. It might not be perfect, but it's definitely special. Yeah. So, yeah, especially for a band like The Dead, it's going to be hard to uh, try to play a song like Playing again. Yeah. Um, but that's cool. Yeah. So, um, you know, everybody who's listening, if, you, if you're interested in following along with the subreddit as they go through Europe 72, uh, just uh, check it out. Um, it's happening, I think, all through this month and, and into May. So uh, definitely a lot of opportunities to listen to some great, um, awesome Grateful Dead music. Uh, and then some other news. Um, we have, uh, you know, people, a lot of chatter on the subreddit. Um, of course, the 19th was Bicycle Day. Um, and then, of course, yesterday, which was 420, is 420. And then today, um, since we are um, uh, New Jersey East Coast people, uh, we have New Jersey Legalization Day. Um, you know, the only anecdote I can say is that I drove by the local dispensary and the line was out the door and around the corner and, you know, behind the store in the dumpsters. I'm sure people were there since the wee hours of the morning trying to, you know, get, 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 get their part of this historic day. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, that's pretty cool. I mean, honestly, you know, in college when I was kind of more into, um, you know, we'd like this would have been unthinkable to me. It really would have been. Um, but now um, it's, you know, it, it, it's about time. <laughs> and yeah, especially, sure. yeah, especially since the voters voted on it like over a year ago. I think long it was actually, it, it was November 20. So definitely a long time ago. So it's finally here. Um, Nob, anything to say about this week's festivities? Um, my dad bought weed on a senior citizen's discount, and that's just weird <laughs> to say out loud. That's awesome. You get like, you know, cheap bus trips and, and, and cheap weed. <laughs> but it's awesome. It's about time. I mean, this yeah, is prohibition. Yeah, it, it needs to end. Federal prohibition yes. needs to end. Uh, so good on New Jersey and uh, good on everybody who partaked, and hopefully they had a good week. And uh, here's more to it. So, Let's get into our show for the week. This is uh, October 17th, 1978. A couple rarities here, a couple, um, you know, interesting tidbits about the songs. Um, Generally speaking, um, this was the first show back after the Egypt run. Uh, So they were in Egypt in September 78, and then they came back, took about a month off, and they came back, uh, started playing Winterland, you know, kind of near HQ in San Francisco. And so um, to me, that kind of colored you know, how the show uh, went. So I'm going to go through the set list and then um, probably kick it over to Nob to see what his thoughts were on set one, and then we can kind of go from there. So set one, we have a promised land opener into a slow friend of the devil. We get Mama Tried, Mexicali Blues, into Tennessee Jed, I Need a Miracle, Stagger Lee, and then things finish off with Jack Straw. Nob, what did you think of the first set? I enjoyed it. I thought there was... Some sloppier moments, don't get me wrong. I could have yeah. done without hearing Mexicali Blues. Um, I thought the Promised Land opener was really strong. Um, I'm not always a big uh, outside of 72 Tennessee Jed person, 
Okay. Um, that song just doesn't always work for me, but the groove that they found in this one was really nice. And yeah, uh, tonally, there were occasional moments where Bobby's slide part bugged me, but what he was doing musically was really interesting, really smart. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really liked the Jack Straw that closed the set. It has really good set closer energy, and it was mm-hmm. a real nice victory lap of everything that had come so far. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll echo a lot of what you said. Um, yeah, let's go to Bobby's slide. There was a lot of slide uh, all yes. throughout the show. Um, you know, and and Bobby was doing. You know, with Bobby, it's not just slide guitar. It's like way high up on the strings. Yeah, <laughs> and so you know, it can get really high up there in the register and kind of ear piercing. Again, you know, it's for effect. They didn't expect people to be listening to the stuff. You know, forty, fifty years later. So yeah, um, you know, you have to take it with a grain of salt. Um, Promised Land opener, I thought was actually kind of the coolest part that, well, I, I think they may have played a joke here. I think they may have played a joke here, Nub. Mm. And in tuning, what you get is Phil going on to the mic, and Phil announces to the crowd, he goes, are there any New York fans here? And the crowd goes wild for some reason. I'm not sure why, because they're in San Francisco. I guess there's a lot of transplants. Um, and the reason he said that is because uh, he announces to the crowd that the Yankees just won the World Series. And the crowd goes wild, right? And so then they jump right into the promised land. And the joke that they might be playing is, you know, the old sports adage, you know, you know, can they get to the promised land? Like, can they, mm. you know, take the fans to the promised land, which is winning the series, winning a championship? Mm. I don't know. Maybe it's a stretch. Um, friend of the devil. Um, I love the crowd reaction. This was a slow friend of the devil. Yeah. Um, I wrote, I like slow friends of the devil, which I know can be, you know, heretical to some, I'd like to get your opinion on that. Yeah. I'm not the biggest slow friend of the devil person. I like appreciate them conceptually. I'm just not always interested in them musically. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one I thought was really sweet. They really played yeah. the dynamics. Well, Keith's solo was very pretty. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'm a slow friend of the devil fan, um, just because probably from, you know, when I got on the bus, Dead Set was yeah. one of the things in my rotation. So, you know, of course, that was Brent, but that, um, you know, just that version of Friend of the Devil is, is really speaks to me. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I thought this was a great version. Um, Tennessee Jed, I agree with you. This is not one of my favorite songs, but I thought this one had a good tempo. Sometimes Jeds can just kind of lope along and be real slow. And, yeah. you know, this was not that. Um, I had a great crescendo too, um, with Keith doing some good stuff and, yeah. uh, Jack Straw. So on last week's show, uh, game and I were talking about, you know, whether Bobby says life or Clyde or, or whatever, um, you know, Bobby always changes the, the yeah. lyric around. He actually said life. So yeah. in this instance, you know, a month later he was saying Clive and in this instance he was saying life. So that was cool. Um, I'd actually preferred last week's, uh, Jack Straw. Uh, mm. To to um, to this week's Jack Straw, I just thought there was more energy, um, more life. Uh, Jerry didn't. I don't, I don't know. Jerry was okay in this. Um, I thought Bobby was was awesome in Jack Straw, but uh, cohesively last week's. Uh, so if he goes back and listen to last week's show, he might get a better Jack Straw. Sure. Yeah. So so the guys and Donna bop off and head back on to set two, which has a lot of uh, pretty cool moments. So we have uh, Scarlet Fire to open. That goes into a jazzy estimated, um, and that goes into an eyes. Um, we have drums, if I had the world to give, uh, and around and around. What were your thoughts there, Nob? 
I had many. I really enjoy it. I think I like the second set more than the first set, personally. Um, okay. Oh, I, I'm going to ask you to rate the Scarlet Fire out of 10. Yes. I would say I would probably give it... Uh, six and a half. Okay. Um, I think... I re- And I, I'd give like the fire like an eight or a nine. Okay. Um, the jam from Scarlet Fire was also a real highlight. Um, I just found the Scarlet to be a little bit rocky. Jerry didn't quite know the words. Yep. Um, Donna's contributions, just some light little ahs in the jam sounded really nice. Um, yeah. yeah, that. so I would say that it probably averages out to me like a six and a half, a seven Scarlet Fire. Okay. What would you say? Yeah, I'm going to say it's a five, which is not that mm. far off from a six and a half. Um, I think I said that last week Scarlet Fire was a seven out of ten. I just didn't think they did so much with uh, the ammo that Scarlet Fire usually uh, provides to them. Um, sure. I don't want to go into too much depth, um, just because I don't, I don't want to you know, steal your, your role from going through the set. But um, I'll probably talk about it more, too, when I talk about it. So I would say about 5 out of 10. Um, now, last week's was 7 out of 10, so there's a the difference there. Sure. Yeah. Um, Any thoughts on estimated eyes? Yeah, I really like the groove of a 78 estimated profit. The The Red mm-hmm. Rocks one is an all-time favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and this the groove was really good. The sung-through parts were particularly a highlight of this show for me. I would say the jam towards the end starts to lose a little bit of steam. Mm-hmm. Um, which the eyes very quickly picks back up. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, Bobby's guitar is a little out of tune during eyes. Mm. Um, and eyes is built around a weird, not a weird chord, but an E major, or yeah, an E major seven chord, okay. um, which is built around having some really sharp intervals. So when that is out of tune, you're here. Ah, uh, you lo- it starts to just get a little bit soupy. But, um, they do some really cool stuff within the eyes. I really, and there's a, in the soundboard, there's a brutal tape skip. Um, and I had to go back and listen to a different copy because that jam is one of my favorite parts of the show. Nice. Uh, so we have, if I had the world to give, this was the second of three total times that the band actually uh, brought this one out uh, to play live. What'd you think of that? I, that was, that might be my highlight of set two. And I really yeah. didn't expect it to be. Um, Jerry's voice it, towards the beginning is a little bit rocky. You can tell that he has done a lot of singing tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but the energy that he brings into it, both vocally and especially musically, the band, oh, it's gorgeous. I was never a big if I had the world to give person. Yeah. But this makes me wish that they played it more often. You know, I, I don't know if you get this impression with I had the world to give. Um, it reminds me of a George Harrison song. Hmm. That, I can hear that. Does that resonate with you? That like, I mean, just like the chord changes and like, you know, it's kind of a dirge. It's, yeah, it's a love song, obviously. But like, I don't know, like every time I hear that song, it sounds, it doesn't sound like the Grateful Dead. Yeah. Um, it sounds like, I don't know, somebody else like George Harrison, but. I could hear um, that. Yeah, but it's cool to hear them play it live. Um, yeah, so I will start with uh, Scarlet Fire. Um, I just, I, I wrote down twice Phil. So if you're yeah. a Phil fan, you're going to like Scarlet Fire. Um, he was all over the place. Um, Jerry does flub a lot in Scarlet. So yeah, so Scarlet definitely brings things, you know, brings the, the rating down. And I just don't think it really had enough to, to bring it back up. I just don't think that the band did enough. 
sure. uh, the transi- the transition between Scarlet and Fire, um, it had some really good drum work. Um, so yeah. if you're a drummer, you're interested in uh, rhythms, you know, definitely check that out. It sounded good. Like I, I was listening to the Miller uh, soundboard, and and I thought that the Scarlet Fire sounded beautiful on that. Uh, I didn't like the Matrix as much. I thought I usually check out Matrix Matrix yeah. first. Uh, and that one didn't really perk my ears as much as Miller did. So, you know, if you're going to check it out, I would check out Miller. Um, I also have Keith with a question mark here. I didn't think this was a very good Keith and Donna show. Um, I, you know, like my overall impression of this was like, I could kind of see why things were kind of coming to an end with, with them after Egypt. Um, they just seemed, I don't know, lost, lost. I don't know. Just not producing, not excelling. So that's that's a general takeaway. Uh, estimated, I thought was jazzy. I, I loved, you know, the feel as you said about estimated. I had nothing about eyes. I may have to go back and check out um, eyes. But what was really cool for me was um, uh, in space. You start hearing, uh, if I had the world to give, kind of coming out of Jerry's guitar. He starts kind yeah. of transitioning into it, and that was actually really cool to hear. And you know, it's a very strange placement for a song like if I had the world to give because it's that's such a uh, composed song. And, you know, usually in the second set, you have these like long extensive jams, you know, before they go into like the, the rock songs. Um, so I thought that was actually really cool. And it was actually reminiscent of, I don't know if it was last week's show or the show before that, um, where they come out of the, the space jam into, um, uh, it's the Brent uh, song. Uh, uh, I'm blanking on it. Um, um. But the the Brent song it sounds like he's singing to his his daughter or something like that. Yes, I will take you home. Thank you. I will take you home. Thank you so much. Um, so they do this from time to time, and actually, and this was very similar to that. And uh, I thought it was great. I thought it was a huge highlight. Um, so definitely, yeah. you know, worth it for that. Worth it for the rarity and the novelty of it. I thought Around and Around was awesome. And then we get to yeah. U.S. Blues, which I thought was a fun rock song, as it always is. And um, and Nob is here to enlighten me on something about U.S. Blues. And uh, the evolution of that song. Yes, this this is one of the most annoying tangents I'm ever going to go on in this show. Hey, hey, you know what? You uh, have a <laughs> podcast now. You are able to annoy the entire world with your tangents, Nob. It's true. Um, <laughs> this is uh, the first U.S. blues that we have featured on the podcast in all so of the shows the first. we've done. Yeah, well, y- yes, it is the first U.S. blues. Okay. Uh, in '73, we featured "Wave That Flag," um, Wait. which is the early version of U.S. blues. Um, the oh. verses oh. are in completely different order, and a lot of the lyrics are altogether different. And they're nonsense. Um, yeah, this version was played by the Dead from February of '73 until about oh. June of '73, and then it gets dropped completely. And then in February of 74, the reworked U.S. Blues debuts. And that's the version we know and love today. Okay, so that explains it. <laughs> yeah. I was really confused. Yeah, it was that 73 show. Yeah. It's, think... And Wave That Flag is a lot of fun, but the lyrics are definitely better in U.S. Blues. Yeah, because there's actual lyrics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had no idea what Jerry was saying in Wave That Flag. Uh, very interesting. Thank you for enlightening me and, and hopefully enlightening the audience as well. Um, so that's our discussion of October 1778. Um, you know, definitely go check it out. If you do check out the Miller sh- uh, show, I think what we're going to do, I don't want to speak for Jack, but I, we, we seem to be in agreement that we're going to feature set two. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, just there's there's just some cool stuff going on in there, um, and I think we always feature set two. So why break that habit? <laughs> um, I, I'm sure sometime we'll we'll feature set one real quick, and it actually might be next week because next week we have a pretty cool show sticking to the late '70s, uh, changing keyboard players. Uh, we have a Keith show from sorry, we have a Brent show from December 10th, 1979, out in Kansas City at the Soldiers and Sailors Memorial Hall. Uh, this looks like a pretty awesome set. We get a Dancing in the Street, Franklin's Tower in the first set. Um, and then we continue with our uh, three weeks running now. We have a Scarlet Fire. And uh, we get a, a Brent Easy to Love You. And um, he's gone. Wharf Rat, some really cool stuff in the second set. Really looking forward to it. Okay, so... Um, you So... You know, stick around for the for the set two of uh, October seventeenth, seventy eight, and um, we want to tell you, you know, if you like what we're doing, please smash the subscribe button, please like and share, tell your friends, tell everybody you know uh, what we're doing. We're doing some cool stuff, and I hope you guys enjoy it. You can find us at uh, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts. If you have a podcast service and we're not on it. Uh, you can email us and let us know, and we'll try to get on it. The email address is helponthewaypod at gmail.com. That's helponthewaypod at gmail.com. Uh, we're also doing our thing on the Grateful Dead subreddit. That's reddit.com slash r slash Grateful Dead. Um, typically, you know, they're gracious enough to give me the sticky spot so I can, you know, collect, uh, you know, uh, people's comments about the show throughout the week, and the best comments get featured here on the pod. Unfortunately, no comments this week, but you know, always looking for next week. Uh, you can find us on our static website. It's help on the way pod at podbean. No, excuse me. Help on the way pod dot podbean dot com. Um, there you go. And for uh, the game who cannot be here, I'm just going to give him a quick plug for his Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash the GD channel. And that's about it for Fig and Nob. Nob, any uh, parting words for the listeners? Um, Baby alligators may seem like cute pets, but they grow up. <laughs> and and then you get the uh, the alligator story. <laughs> um, yeah, and so um, for the game who can't be here uh, due to an unfortunate loss, um, you know, hopefully we'll have him back next week. So on that note, um, enjoy the show and uh, enjoy set two of October 17th, 1978, Winterland, San Francisco. Bye, everybody. Bye.
just a trying out what you holding out for. Caught in slow motion in a bush to the floor.
to you long as you live would you have the time to watch it shine watch it shine oh ask for the moon and heaven too
Mm-hmm.